What is up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. And you might notice if you look around <laughs> that we've made yet another move to yet another new office. It's our, our fourth location. Yeah. So um, we're getting a lot of questions, which is good. People are asking where we've been. Yep. Hey, when's the next episode coming out? And I'm like... There's been a lot going on. <laughs> Somebody just emailed me the other day, and they were like, oh, I'm sorry to see you guys stopped your podcast. And I was like, wait a minute. That's when I texted you. I was like, like we got to get one of these. <laughs> to be perfectly clear to everyone out there, we did not stop the podcast, but there has been a lot going on. Um, why don't you tell us about the new space that we're sitting in right now, if anyone can see a little bit of the background. Yeah, we're in downtown Chesapeake City, Maryland. Uh, my business partner and I uh, purchased this building, and we are operating our Remax franchise out of here. It's a friend of mine's house that they were going to sell and just so happened uh, timing-wise that everything lined up and they were generous enough to give us an opportunity and here we are. Look at this. So yeah. it's been uh, a goal of yours to get into Chesapeake City Yeah, with the business. Mm -hmm. You had an office kind of <laughs> set up in Chesapeake City, but yep. you were like, that's not close enough. Now you're downtown. Yeah, I had actually told Dad and Brittany, the other two agents in the office, like once we got into the other office, which is a couple of miles up the road, like we won't be here long. But I was thinking two years. A couple of years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, we will not be here long because I want to get downtown. And it was not soon after that, not long after that. I mean, it was two months later that um, I sold a house for these folks and was like, what are you doing with yours? And they said, we're going to sell it with you. And I said, well, you know, let's make this work yeah. for uh, my business partner and I. It's, it came together pretty fast. So let's disclose the location. If you're coming um, into, and we're talking South Side Chesapeake City. Yeah. You take the exit off of 213 and mm -hmm. loop around. Yeah. Make a left onto, I don't even know what the name of this road is. This is George Street right George here. George Street, okay. Yeah, that we're on. So, yeah. and we're talking guys like the main, the main road that goes into Chesapeake City. Yeah. First house on the right. First house on the right, we are, we're working with our sign guy now. We already met with the historic commission in town. And they approved our sign location. It's been it's been a, a really good experience. So um, having some exterior renovations done in the next few days, it's exciting. Pretty pumped. Yeah. So uh, no one's going to hear this in time, but if you're in Chesapeake City for Halloween, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which uh, maybe we'll re uh, record it live, we should do that. Before we send this, uh, before we head out of here tonight, We'll put something out on on Facebook and, and Instagram and all that. If you're going to be in downtown tonight, um, you guys will be handing out candy. Yes. You and Travis Myers. That's right. Dressed as? Uh, Ricky Bobby <laughs> and uh, Cal Naughton Jr. Cal, yes. Yeah, from Talladega Nights. It's awesome. Yeah. Travis will be here in uh, you know 45 minutes or so, raring to go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So this is awesome. Um, well, congrats, dude, on the Thanks, on the man. office. It's like another one of those things that we've talked about, mm -hmm. which we have another one lined up right after this. But Unreal. Um, that you you set your mind on a goal. You don't have to be real clear on what it is or how it's going to come to be, but you just kind of put it out there in the universe, and then you know you look for opportunities to make it happen. And uh, and here we are. Yeah, I was actually nervous to ask um, Karen and Brian about like buying their house. Like I feel, and I feel like that's where a lot of people miss out. Like if I never would have asked Brian and Karen about this. Probably never would have happened. You know, I just would have listed the house and somebody else would have got it. And I just would have been thinking, oh, man, like I, I could have made that work. I didn't. It didn't really make sense for us to move offices again. Like we had yeah. 
just settled somewhere you know two three months ago but if we don't ask the question then it's never going to happen and i think like you said you can manifest things all day long you can put thoughts out there all day long but it's also important to recognize an opportunity yeah and to take a step take so, action yeah when you do both it's really you know it, it, it seems like there's really nothing you can't do yeah i think you're right i think the um there, there's something about the universe conspiring to make these things come true but i think really it it just more than anything opens your mind mm -hmm. to the opportunity. And then once your mind's open to the opportunity and you take action, it's like, yeah, here we go. Yes. So, um, I mean, let's just roll right into the next thing. So something else that we've been talking about for a while, um, you've already started a business training mm -hmm. people, training athletes primarily, yeah, uh, helping people get more mobile, healthier, um, a better quality of life right? through physical, you know, through the ATG program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also been something I've thought about a lot because it's something that changed my life. So I went through a lot of things with, you know, I told my story before I was 250. I dropped like, you know, 20 pounds. I didn't realize I was as big as I was. I did 75 hard. Um, you know, my dad passed away from a, a heart, you know, apparent mm -hmm. heart issue. And that all kind of led to me getting in better shape. Right. Um, so I've, I've wanted to kind of give back in that realm too. And that's one of the reasons we started the podcast. Mm -hmm because we talked about that kind of stuff a lot. We wanted to share the message with other people. Um, but we didn't really have an avenue to help people. You did with your training business, but really... Still limited, though. Yeah. yeah. And, and and kind of on a, you know, on a more personal scale, a mm -hmm. smaller scale. Um, we have the podcast to get a message out, but we didn't have a product behind that. We didn't really have a way to help people get healthier, get in better shape. Yeah. Uh, well, just recently... We've, uh, you know, kind of been saying, like, it'd be cool to have a, a headquarters, a gym, a something that... Um, something tangible. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so just recently, we've even talked about, hey, the gym that you work out at, yep. maybe he'd be willing to sell. He mm -hmm. sold the gym before, he's bought it back, maybe he would be willing to sell. And we actually sat down and had a conversation with him a couple months ago. Yeah. We didn't bring up the fact that we were looking to buy anything. Nope. We were just like, let's just talk to him. Let's pick his brain, see what he's got going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll want to sell it. And then what happened? A couple months ago, out of the blue. Yeah, a couple months ago, out of the blue, um, the owner of the village shot me a text and said, hey, you know, I'm, we've got some things going on. It might be uh, time for me to sell the gym. Do you have any interest? And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so got you on the horn, and, man, we're, we're headed that direction. We're Definitely pushing the ball forward. <laughs> yes. It feels like we're rolling it uh, slightly uphill at the moment. But, you know, once we get some momentum, um, it'll start moving faster. But, yeah, I mean, you know, currently under – nothing official, but right. under uh, LOI to purchase the Village Gym in Middletown, which is just super exciting. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that we are just going to be able to bring, you know, our community and our friends and family into a place where – they can get healthier and get better, and that's yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah, for me, I think it's just an opportunity. You and I have talked about this a lot. It's just the relationships that you can build in a place like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, maybe it's a weird um, analogy, but it's like have a big house party every day. You know, that's the yeah. first thing that just jumped into my mind. It's like, I don't know, like that's – obviously, we, we won't own the building in that instance. Um, they actually lease the space, but it, it'll be our space if everything goes well, and – um, I know so many people under that roof already, you know, the ownership's great, staff's great. Yep. And, uh, I've made so many positive relationships with members and I'm just excited for all that to continue. Yeah. Cause that's man, the more and more I go through life, 
I just realized how much it's about relationships in every way. Yeah. In every way. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I've never been a gym guy. I did most of my journey in, in fitness, aside from playing baseball, has been mm-hmm. just kind of on my own at home. So I'm really looking forward to getting into that environment because I think yeah. it'll bring back some of the competitive, um, not necessarily competing with other people, but just some of that camaraderie oh, yeah. and competitiveness. Yeah, we lose that for sure as yeah. we get older. Yep. Unless we are intentional about bringing that into our lives. Yeah. So this will be a great opportunity, I think, to get back into that. Um, a great opportunity for us to just, uh, yeah, build those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you 100%. I think something we were talking about this morning in my networking group with Master Networks, obviously that's focused around business and making money. But a lot of us in the group are starting to talk about how our goals were becoming less about how much money we were making mm-hmm. and more about, like you said, relationships. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, it's it's the family. You know, we went through this amazing stretch in the mortgage business the past couple of years where, the money was just flowing in mm-hmm. business was easy. And I look back at those couple of years and I think more than anything, I'm like, man, I kind of missed out with my family during that time. I was really busy. I was making a lot of money, right. but that really wasn't at this point in my life. I wouldn't trade the money for the time I've had with my family this year. So hundred percent, man, I think that will be a great opportunity to just kind of keep going with that. Yeah. Building relationships, meeting new people. Um, the village gym has a rich history, 20-year history as a gym in Middletown. Uh, a lot of law enforcement works out there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, so it's going to be really cool to kind of just get to get to know more people through that. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm stoked, man, and I'm excited for you to get in that atmosphere too. And yeah, you know, in whatever capacity, I'm excited to figure this out with you and yeah, um, uh, you know, learn from current ownership and members. And I just know that it's going to be a positive experience all the way around. Um, excited to tell you guys more about it too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> agreed. Um, so hopefully if anybody's out there and, and you've reached out <clears throat> to myself or Jason and you've said, like, I've got a lot of comments about the rocking thing, like, man, I got to get out there with you or yeah. dude, I got to get, in, I got to get in shape. Well, we're going to have a place now where you can come do that. So, uh, we welcome you. I know you're already training people, mm-hmm. which is awesome, but you, now you're going to have a facility that, that you'll be able to kind of dial in and we're going to be helping Still helping athletes. I think that'll be a big focus for us. Right. Um, certainly helping people um, get more mobile and, and just live a, a better quality of life. Yeah, that's really, I think, what you and I will uh, hone in on more than anything. And look, it's a it's a gym. Anybody can come to a gym and do whatever they want. Like, you don't have to subscribe necessarily yeah. to what, uh, what Casey and I's core tenets might be. But, um, yeah, I think improving somebody's quality of life through fitness and also through community. It's huge. Yeah, that'll be big. <clears throat> um, and actually, the homage to the podcast, the LLC yeah. official <laughs> registered name is uh, TRD Gym. Yeah. Uh, so the real deal gym uh, is going to have something. It's not going to be on the building, but um, yeah, we're, we're tying that all into the podcast as For well, sure. to the community. So um, I think we should create an f- uh, Instagram. The more I think about it, we've talked about this before, yeah. but just for the podcast, for you know the gym, the community, and a way to kind of, I, I never really wanted to do it before because I wanted to keep everything flowing through me and you mm-hmm. kind of as our, you know, building our personal brands really and just yep. making sure people knew to connect with us. Right. But I think it would be a good idea and something we might have to look into. Oh, definitely, man. I'm, I'm all for it. We've had lots of people ask us. Like, I'm pretty sure Nick, who uh, he texts me too. He's like, yo, so are you and Casey like done recording podcasts? <laughs> I texted him today and I was like, you inspired me. We're recording. Yeah, today. we're getting one in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, 
darn, what was I just saying about Nick? With the Instagram page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been saying like, yeah. you, know, you guys should should do that. And uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think we'll we'll definitely implement that. And um, yeah, just to put it out there on the air, you know, I'm recommitting to doing a podcast more regularly now Same. that we're somewhat settled in. Yeah. Um, but it's been a it's been a wild ride. Uh, so much has changed since. Uh, this has only been since the beginning of this year that we started the podcast. So yeah. we started in January 2023. We're in, um, you know right on the doorstep of November here. Mm-hmm. So in those 10 months though, I mean, I feel like there's been so many changes. Lots, man. In, in both of our lives, personal, professional, yep. um, you know, all mostly good, I would say, but mm-hmm. it's just been a whirlwind the past, you know, couple months. So thank yeah, you definitely. all for bearing with us and hanging in there. And we do have more podcasts coming. We're not going to stop this. We're going to, we're going to ramp it back up. Yep. Um, so with some big announcements out of the way, Let's move into something else that, you know, obviously we work together in the real estate world a lot. Uh, let's give an update on real estate, what people can expect out there. Um, Want to get your thoughts kind of on the temperature of the market, what you're seeing, what you're feeling, and then kind of what the uh, what the outlook might be and from mm-hmm. your perspective going forward, and then I'll share mine. Yeah, so I will say that just in the last month, uh, my personal opinion is that things have, at least in this area, slowed down um, from a standpoint of we're seeing lots of price reductions. The buyer activity has kind of slowed down, um, and not a whole lot of new houses coming on the market. Um, you know, as far as that being a good or a bad thing, I don't. Since we don't see many more houses coming on the market, I still believe we are in a position where if you have something to sell and you price it right and it's in a desirable location, the seller tends to have leverage. Yeah. Um, but I can say that, um, you know, we're starting to see things like settlement help come back. Um, inspections aren't necessarily being waived. Again, um, there are some anomalies where you get a, a house that's priced under market value, super desirable area where it kind of feels back like the 2021 market. But overall, seems like we're balancing out a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, still got plenty of listings coming on the market in the next couple months. And I'll be interested to see um, what that activity is like. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Just to compare for everyone, the last time we did a market update, which was probably a couple months ago, mm. <clears throat> you pretty much had to waive inspections if you were a buyer. Yeah. Settlement help was non-existent. You were generally competing and in a multiple offer situation. Um, most of the time having to go above asking price with some kind of appraisal guarantee yeah. or coverage mm-hmm. if the house didn't appraise. Um, so we have, you know, a lot has shifted back towards the buyers to be a little bit more favorable for, for buyers, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the interest rates is what everyone's talking about on the mortgage side. Interest rates are hitting, you know, they're at a high point right now that we haven't seen in, in 20 years. Right. So it's got buyers, um, you know, a little, a little timid, mm-hmm. I would say a little scared, a little fearful of that initial payment, which is also probably contributing to some of the sellers not seeing the same kind of activity and offers that they were getting. Um, with all that being said, I think that I'm hopeful and I keep hearing rates are going to come down at some mm-hmm. point this year. I've heard it, you know, a couple more times in the past week that like, look, by the end of 2023, rates are going to be somewhere around 5%. Right. I don't know where these guys are getting their information. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to take something pretty drastic for us to get there. Seems like a big drop. It's a, it would be a huge drop. I yeah. mean, you're talking, Two you know, the half. national average is about, is pushing 8% right now mm-hmm. on a 30 year fix. So we're talking a 3% rate reduction. <laughs> would be massive in the next couple months. But um, just to kind of set the stage for anybody that's considering buying or somebody who knows somebody who is, 
if we see rates go to 5% or anywhere close to it in the next three months, there's going to be an absolute frenzy on the still limited inventory that we have. Yes. So when you're looking at it from, you know, and I try to do this sometimes, it's hard for us, I think, because we're in it every single day. It's hard for us to back up and look at this from a a 10,000 foot angle. But if you really back up and look at it, that tells me that values are going to stay, I would think, mm-hmm. and and increase if rates do drop. Oh, yeah, for sure. So this whole like bubble and everyone's thinking that there's going to be a bubble and real estate's going to crash. I don't see that happening. I really don't. Well, they, people have been talking about that for two years now. Yeah. And we've seen nothing but values go up. Yeah. Um, so I think you can put yourself in a decent position and there might be a pretty strong window here in the next couple months where if you're looking to get into the market that you're going to have an opportunity to maybe get something at a decent value get a decent rate, maybe something lower than what we're seeing right now. And, um, you know, and be able to move into that next stage. And yeah. And the, the big thing for buyers right now, right, your interest rates are up. So your payment's going to be higher, but if you're competing with less people and we are seeing those price reductions, a little bit of a double-edged sword, you might be able to grab that house that you really want. You might be paying a little bit more than you expect, but if you're not going to compete with somebody and you're able to get a home inspection and God forbid, you know, rates, do drop and then you can refi we don't know if that's going to happen so that's you know i don't want to yeah you know you know put that in stone but man if you can nab a house now and refi as opposed to when the rates do drop like you said you're probably competing with three or four people to to get that house which means prices go back up prices go back up Mm -hmm. so yeah i think yeah if you can find the value now and get the house at a discount you can always take advantage if rates drop if rates drop yeah yeah um and that's something that you know i always guide the buyer buyers I'm working with, you know, I'm like, look, our hope is that rates drop. We want to see them go to 4% again, trust me, but make sure you're comfortable with the initial payment. Make sure you can handle it. Make sure you can sleep at night. And if rates drop, great. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a refinance for you and save you some money. So, um, just something to keep a, you know, an eye out, a lookout for, for anybody that's in the market for your sellers out there that are sitting on the fence. Just also know that this may be coming. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the sellers that I've been talking to that where I know we're going to list in the next two months, you know, I've been checking in and just saying, Hey, this is what we're seeing. You know, prices are you know, falling a little for the, for the people that listed, um, you know, last month or the, or the month prior, um, and didn't get offers in those first 14, 21 days, you're seeing lots of price reductions. So I just try to keep everybody abreast of that. So we're all on the same page when it's time to list. Yeah. Are you seeing that sellers are still thinking, hey, it's just like I could just throw it on the market for whatever number is like a dream shot and I'm still going to get above and beyond? Like, are the expectations Uh, still? I think the expectations are probably still there if you don't have um, your your finger on the pulse of the market. But I walk in and try to set the expectation and at the same time say, look, this is your deal. I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing. As long as we have an understanding, I'm good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that expectation is still out there. Yeah. Similar to buyers thinking that, you know, a 350 house is still going to be like 1400 bucks a month. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. <clears throat> hey, recommendation more than anything that we've talked about, whether it's myself, Jason, or anybody else out there that you work with. And I just told a couple of this today. Um, work with somebody you trust mm-hmm. that you have a somewhat of a relationship with. I don't care if it's me, but make sure it's somebody that you do have a trust in and that, you know, knows the market and knows what's going on because, um, you know, with a difficult market, you also have a lot of people that in the mortgage business anyway, I don't know how it is in real estate, but you have a lot of people that are willing to do anything to get people started in the process and kind of strung along because 
they're hurting for business right now. So mm-hmm. um, it can get ugly pretty quick. So use somebody that's reputable, that's that's doing business, that's doing it, you know, full time. We're seeing a lot of people dropping out of the business and being, yep. you know, part time real estate agents, part time lenders, and, um, you know, just that would be my advice to anyone out there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Um, is there anything else we need to drop an announce on here? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. we're on a roll. We got a couple we big things coming. Um, yeah. I'll say this, you know, in our recommitment to the podcast, um, occasionally people will come to us and say, hey, I know this person or that person. They would be awesome on your show. Mm -hmm. Guys, please keep them coming. We do reach out to them. If you send us a name and say, hey, this person would be a great guest, we will reach out to them. Um, We could use your help in connecting sometimes because sometimes we can't get through to them for whatever reason. But if you guys know guests that that would be good on the podcast, we would love to have them on here and interview them and talk to them. so that's another thing I just want to throw out there is, you know, we could use the help of our audience to, to help spread the show that way. I love it. Yep. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to you want to drop before we cut off here and, and go trick-or-treating? <laughs> no, man. Um, I'm just excited for everything that um, we have, you know, that's going on right now, man. I'm, I'm excited to move forward with uh, the gym with you and – just tackle a new venture yeah. and uh, meet a lot of people and learn learn from the experience. Yeah, same. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great um, a great add-on to our businesses now. And, you know, just looking forward to making a positive impact for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing that we, you know, maybe should talk about is this time of year for people can be rough. And for me personally, definitely. Oh, yeah. A rough time as far as like staying in shape and mm-hmm. staying uh, on a program, on a plan, on a diet, things like that. So, um, I mean, any advice that you have, like you've been really consistent with your, your journey. So any yeah. advice you would want to share with people out there? Biggest thing for me is don't keep whatever you have trouble with. Don't keep it in the house if at all possible. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's really tough this time of year, yeah. um, especially with candy and um, family meals and things like that. But, you know, with that's how it started with me with alcohol. It's like you didn't have it in the house. So it was harder to get. Yeah. All the sweets and, you know, it, but it didn't even have to be sweets. Like I, I love Quest bars. At least I, I don't eat them anymore, but I would buy a 12 pack of Quest bars on Amazon and I would eat nine of them that day. Like I couldn't wow. keep them in the house. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. So that's something that helped me that I think could help other people is mm-hmm. if you have that thing that you're addicted to um, and that runs the gamut i've been addicted to just about everything i've ever tried <laughs> if and i mean that um if there's something like that that it's hard for you to kick then don't surround yourself with it don't keep it in the house and i think that's a good starting point yeah i think that's great advice and i find that even with myself and you know the kids halloween candy mm-hmm. if it's in a bucket on the counter when mm-hmm. i walk by 100 percent, i'm grabbing a handful yep and uh, I like can't. It's like automatic autopilot. Yeah. If it's like if I put it in a cabinet and I just don't see it, mm. even though I know it's there, I, I can walk by it. So um, that's good advice there. Just creating a little bit of a barrier between well, you and yeah. the thing. It's like the atomic habits. You and yes. I talked about that. You know, it's 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 uh, creating friction between whatever you know, the bad habit is. Um, you know, you want to create friction, make it harder. Yep. Um, so that would be my my best advice as I, you know, about ready to crush probably 50 yeah. Twix in the next 20 minutes. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some other things, too, I think about with this and uh, is what happens in the holidays. And, I'm, you know, even the way I'm talking about this, it's like the holidays. Mm-hmm. You look at <laughs> I, 
know I do this, so I know other people do. I look at like uh, Halloween to like New Year's as like one period of time. Yeah, and it's like that's my time when I can cheat and I can have this mm-hmm. and that. Like, if you're gonna do it, make it like a day, not like yeah. a month or like yeah. a week or a six months or three months. Right. Yeah. If you if you can avoid falling down that slope, and uh, yeah, like when you kind of even put that out into the world, like, uh, it's the holidays, like you're, you're making your excuse, you're giving yourself the pass, like, and that's dripping into your subconscious and it's just going to happen. Right. Yep. Um, one day here and there is likely not going to make a difference at all. No. Six days here, five days there. That's when things start to snowball. Yeah. So Everyone out there, let's look at the holidays as like four or five individual days over the course of the next three months, not a uh, mailed-in ticket from now until New Year's when you're ready to get started. But yeah, and 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 lately I've been uh, evaluating my habits as far as how they make me feel. Like, man, I love me and our buddy Charlie joke all the time about uh, these cookies that we can get from whoops from Walmart. (laughs) So. Walmart has like their bakery cookies or whatever, and every now and then they put out this like it's like labeled decadent chocolate mm. chunk cookies. You probably know the ones I'm talking about. Like they, where was I going with this case? <laughs> Dude, where was I going with this? Oh, so I, I, I go <laughs> on my habits based on how they make me feel, and, right? And I love the taste of those cookies, but if I have two or three of them, I feel awful. So I try to link that feeling with whatever the habit is because in the moment it feels great. Yeah. But like if I can really make that three hour later feeling the next morning later feeling resonate in the present, then I'm far less likely to do it. For example, I ate two of those cookies the other night and threw the other four away. (laughs) And Charlie was pissed when I told him the next day. He's like, why didn't you call me and just bring him over? But anyway, so... That's the other thing. So first, don't keep it in the house. Second, you're going to do the thing, and you know how it makes you feel, so try to make that feeling resonate in the present. Yep. Because we've talked a lot about temporary pleasure, long-term mm-hmm. pain. That's what it is. Long-term being like a few hours later. Yeah. I try to make that resonate in the present. Yeah. I think it's something that um, naturally people do with some things. Like I know alcohol is one. Some people, as they get older, seem to start understanding like, yeah, if I drink all these beers, I'm going to feel like crap in the morning, and I don't want to feel like crap in the morning, so I'm going yeah. to scale back a little bit. Yeah, Not everyone, but some people. Um, but with food, I don't think it works like that. People will... Oh, yeah. Now I'm just speaking for myself, I guess, be, but like I still... Yeah, I don't have a, a complete handle on that, but that's a good advice to be like, I know I'm gonna how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. Not good. Miserable. Yep. Um, so, yeah, let's just uh, take, just take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do, but... And, I, and like, I see physical uh, side effects from it. So, like, mm-hmm. if I eat way too much sugar, my face breaks out. Oh, yeah. And yep. if I drink too many Red Bulls, my face breaks out. So, like, and I hate that. So, mm-hmm. I've been really intentional lately about, like, dude, you hate that feeling so much. Just don't do the thing. Yeah. And then, like, you won't have that feeling. And that's been working for me. Yeah. That's yeah. good advice. And uh, something we have to remind ourselves of. Yeah, write it down. Yeah. You know, write it down, put it on a sticky note. Like yep. I, I used to, and maybe I shouldn't say this on uh, camera, but D bad, don't be a D bag. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm abbreviating yeah. D bag. D B A D, 
don't be a, a yeah. D-bag. I used to just put those initials on the sticky note and put it on <laughs> my mirror, and I still do dumb stuff. But yeah. uh, it was a little bit less. Yeah. So it's a good reminder. Yeah. Um, I'll end on this. Rob Deerdick talks about, he said, there's, uh, if you take like four areas of your life that you want to improve in, mm-hmm. And you work on one thing or two things in each one of those areas. He's like, your life will be completely different within weeks because you're going to feel different because you're taking action towards your goals. <clears throat> so I literally, the other morning I woke up early and I'm like, I need to do that. I need to write down the things that like I want to improve in the four areas and write down one or two things that I could do to improve in them. Um, simultaneously, I'm reading the Ed Milet's book, The Power yeah. of One More, that, that uh, we both read. Yep. And he's talking about standards. And he's like, goals are great, but without standards, you're never going to get to them. So mm-hmm. your standards standards are what you're willing to accept from yourself. And, and you know, those are the things that really get you to your goals. So I'm like, these tie in perfectly. This is a good time for this. So yeah. I did the exercise. And, and mine are like uh, faith being number one, faith. Uh, family, fitness, and finances. And then I wrote down literally one thing under each of them. Like, what is my standard around faith? What is my standard around my family to improve on the thing I want to improve on? Love it. Um, That was a great exercise. And it just really reminded me of what's important. Mm -hmm. Because really, we get caught up and there's so much stuff out there. And it's like, we overcomplicate it. If we can focus on the four things and the one thing within each of them that we're going to be like, hey, this is my standard. Um you're going to make progress. Yeah. And then we can always change them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always adapt and, and, you know, as you get better, your standards will change and, and hopefully get better. Yeah. And I think one, I'm not sure how this all ties in, but one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is just like, um, just being kind to people and how just that one action can lead to so many incredible opportunities in your life. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no, the more and more I think about it, it's like, why would you ever actually be rude to somebody? You know, what's the, what do you get from that? And I know that it goes a lot deeper than that as far as, you know, why people are, um, are the way they are, but just being intentional about being a nice human being, smiling at somebody when you see them on the street, holding the door for somebody, telling somebody you love them, whatever the case may be. So much good comes from that. And yeah, you, you don't have to focus on the financial aspect of it. Those things will come back time and time again and just focus on, you know, the people in your life that you love and your relationships. And uh, I think that's a great exercise, man. You know, yeah. I think, I think it's awesome. Yeah, we'd love to hear some feedback from you guys out there on that. If you do, do the exercise um, or if you have feedback on, you know, on the episode, we would love to hear it. Uh, absolutely love you guys. Appreciate you hanging in there yes. and uh, bearing with us through all these changes that we've been through. And maybe a fifth location. I was too. just going to say, we might be moving again, actually, <laughs> depending on what we have over at the village uh, once we get there. But, um, hey, guys, buckle up because, you know what, we're not staying in one place for too long, which uh, we're going to keep advancing and, and uh, heading in the direction of our goals. So definitely appreciate all of you out there. Um, you know, appreciate your engagement. And like I said, just hanging in there with us. So yep. uh, there's more to come for yes, sure. Sir. On the real deal. We'll see you guys. Peace out. See you.